afternoon. It is Sunday, it's 1.50, and um, all week I've been thinking about a variety of things that I could talk about, um, but they all feel very daunting because there's so many different layers and levels to all of the things I've been thinking about. I'm actually going to start keeping a notebook, I think, and I started working on a Word document about relationships. Um, as And obviously, more will be added and taken away from as I learn and grow and have my own experiences, but um, I was watching one of my favorite therapist videos, like one of my favorite therapists made a video about taking care of yourself in a relationship and I absolutely love her. I love the way she talks. I love the things she talks about, her viewpoints on things and there's a lot of truth to everything that she says. So I was like, you know what? As I was listening to this, I was just taking it all in and I thought, I think I know what I want to talk about. Maybe something a little bit more bite-sized. So today we're going to talk about sitting in your feelings versus sitting with your feelings. Whew, we have a lot to unpack. Okay. And again, um, I know I've said this I think before in the last episode or maybe the episode before that, but there are a lot of books that I have in my Amazon uh, wishlist cart, uh, wishlist, not cart, that I want to buy and read because there's just so much stuff. Like, I'm trying to understand all of the different things that people deal with and all of the disorders and all of the mental illnesses and just the different reasons why we do things and why we are the way that we are. I love learning about the mind. I love learning about people. I love learning about what makes them tick. You know, like, why are they the way that they are? And I don't mean that in, like, an insulting way or, like, I'm diminishing who you are as a person. I just want to understand you. And that has always been one of my biggest things with making connections with people, is really getting to know you. It's not enough to show me, you know, don't show me your representative. I want to see who you are under the surface. What's your fear? What is the thing that you carry that hurts you? What is the thing that makes you tick? What is the thing that makes you happy? Just, I love asking those questions from new people that I start to um, interact with. Because I'm not interested in artificial friendships or relationships. I'm interested in truth. I'm interested in real. And my energy is so sacred to me and so important that I'm really trying to pay attention to how I spend it. Because every day is so limited in what I can do and what I can devote energy to. And it's not, it doesn't have any bearing on the other person if I'm like, if they want to hang out and I don't. It's just my energy level. I'm an introvert, so my energy level is very limited, um, and sometimes I'm just not in the space where I can give that energy to the act and activity of hanging out, because there's an emotional connection there too, you know, when you hang out with someone, spend your energy with them. I want to apologize again if you guys hear background noise. I 
do not have the luxury of having a space that doesn't cut through these types of sort of background noise. Um, I don't live alone. So <laughs> if you hear stuff, it is my family, probably. Um, okay, so I had to stop after the last segment to kind of pause because there was noise. Okay, I can't remember where I left off. I'm also very tired, so bear with me. So, there's so many resources, too, that I want to reach out for, and I think I'm going to start keeping a, like I said earlier, I'm going to start keeping a notebook or a word doc about everything that I want to talk about, uh, key points, just my understanding of it, maybe some resources, things like that. So, that being said, what does it mean to sit in versus sit with? And this is all going to be my perspective. So, sitting with your feelings typically means holding space, right? And you guys have heard me talk about holding space before. I'm not sure if I've explained it in other episodes, but if I haven't, I probably will make that a very, uh, you know, episode fairly soon. So, sitting with your feelings, like, let's think about it in the context of, like, your friend is emotionally distressed, right? Maybe they just found out that their boyfriend cheated on them. Or their girlfriend cheated on her, or you know, whatever. And so um, they contact you and they get a hold of you because they need someone to just sit with them while they're venting, while they're ranting, while they're processing everything, while they're grieving, while they're going through the motions of dealing with that. Now, there's a certain amount that you can do, and there's a certain amount that will have to be done by them because it's a very personal thing. So you sit with them. So when you sit with them, what does that look like for you? When you sit with a friend who is going through something very hard. Maybe your friend's really, really sick. Maybe they just found out they had a life-threatening illness, you know, that's terminal. Maybe they just found out someone close to them died. Maybe, you know, something really hard is happening for them. Or maybe it doesn't even have to be quite that detrimental. It could also be something kind of smaller than that, but these are the things that come off the top of my head. When you sit with a friend, what does that look like for you? Everybody relatively does similar things, but sometimes people's version of sitting with someone is different than each other's, one another's. So what I think about when I think about sitting with a friend is, and I've had this happen, they call me up crying, you know, incoherently telling me that this really horrible thing happened and they are really distressed and they just need someone to count on who can give them support and love and just listen to them vent and rant, who can help take care of them because they're so upset that they just, it happens, it happens to all of us, you know, where you're just so upset you can't even eat, you can't, like you have to clean up your house, do the dishes, stuff like that, just basic things and you just can't because your brain is so overwhelmed and you the last thing you want to do is basic things that you would do every day because all of a sudden it becomes too tedious um, there's so much energy there that has to go into those things and everything becomes a big effort whereas before it wasn't 
sitting with a friend typically who's going through something really hard, you know, they cry, but it's also me listening to them. It's me, you know, asking them very respectfully if they want me to give advice or if they just want me to listen to them then. It's asking them, you know, what do you need? Because some, I have some friends who are huggy people. Like, I don't mind hugs to a degree, um, but I have friends who are not huggy people. And so it's being respectful of those boundaries and just asking, like, hey, tell me what I can do to help you. Like, and then sometimes people also in yourself say, you don't know what you need. And you're like, I, I don't know. And like, so then I offer ideas. Like, Would you like me to make you something to eat? Have you eaten today? When was the last time you ate? Would you like me to get you some water? You know, Would you like me to put on your favorite show that you like to watch that makes you laugh, that takes your mind off of everything. Would you like to talk about it? Would you like to go out for a bit and just get some fresh air and just enjoy the day? Do you just, because most of the time when you're sitting with someone, you're just, you're being there with them. You're being a supportive team for them. Because sometimes it might be you just with this person or it might be another person as well, like it might be a group of you, you're being support. You're not judging them for what they're going through and what they're feeling. You're there on this journey that they've invited you on. You're choosing to participate in by being supportive. You are holding space for them. You are allowing them to feel whatever they need to feel. You are providing whatever is needed to help facilitate their initial recovery. You are there to help walk them through it, to give them a fresh perspective, to give them support, to love them, to help take care of them, to hear them out, you know, just, you're there. That That is what sitting with a friend, for me, is like. And I've had friends do it for me, you know, where I'm just so, you know, after I had my surgery, I, there was things I couldn't do. Um, I had carpal tunnel release surgery a few years ago, and I couldn't, it was on my right hand, which is my dominant hand, and I can't do do a whole lot of things with my left hand, because I'm just not, I don't use it often in the way that I do with my right hand, so like, being able to do the dishes was so easy before, but now I couldn't do it, being able, the act of putting food in a bowl and putting it in the microwave, or putting it in the oven has now become a chore, like I can't do it, and there's so much resentment that comes up with that, you get so angry, and you get so frustrated, and you get you know, upset and get so many feelings cycle through and having somebody just simply come over and just be like, hey, you know, don't worry about it, I'll do that for you. Because they recognize that any other time you could do it. This time though, you just, you you aren't strong enough to do it right now. You just can't. And there's no judgment on that. It's just a fact. Right now, you just can't. And that's okay. It's valid. Sitting with our feelings Sitting with our feelings looks a lot like giving yourself more self-care, providing yourself with what you may need, you know, making sure, sometimes I call it a code red, because depending on how bad things are, like if I'm so emotionally upset, you know, if something has devastated me or something has really hurt me and I am just at that point, basic stuff becomes priority like something that's important to me is hygiene so like every day I get up and I take a shower that's my morning ritual like I get up and 
brush my teeth, I pee, you know, I take a shower, and I get dressed. I put my lotion on, I put my perfume, I put, you know, fresh clothes on, and I put, and I do my hair, sometimes I put makeup on, sometimes I don't, and then I usually try to grab something to eat, and I usually get a cup of coffee, and I try to make sure I drink water throughout the day. These are basic things I do every day, no matter my emotional state. There's days when I know that things are really hard, like maybe I've taken a really hard hit emotionally, where you try to hold yourself to the same standard and you just can't. You can't do those things. You just don't have the energy because your energy's been so devoted to this thing that's happened that it's now, it's drained you. And we can help it to a degree, but to a degree I feel like we can't always. You're human. You're not a robot. You can't always be able to allot your time the way that you'd like or allot your energy the way that you'd like. So it's, you know, you might have every intention of being like, this is not going to affect me. I will be fine. I will not be affected by this. And I will do this, 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 and the other today. But things have happened. And now you can't, you can't because now you're just upset. So sitting with yourself, sitting with your feelings is not trying to manage them. Sitting with something or someone means being mindful of them. It's experiencing them. It's allowing yourself to feel them. It's not judging yourself. It's not letting your feelings lead you. It's important to remember that. Don't let your feelings lead you. It is trying to understand them. Much like trying to understand a child. And not bashing it, not yelling at yourself for it, not berating yourself, not looking down on yourself or judging, just being present with it, making space for it, holding space for it, trying to understand why it's there. Because feelings happen, they happen, they are a reaction to something that is going on in our world that affects us deeply on an emotional level and sometimes on other levels as well. And it's not always rational. Sometimes we think we're going to be one way and then we end up being another. The things we don't think will bother us sometimes end up bothering us a lot more than we thought. So it's just holding accountability for those feelings. But it's not just holding accountability. It's also, like I said, creating that space, that bubble, and it's a sacred space, you know? Think about it this way, okay? When you go to church, or let's say, some people don't go to church, some people um, do different things or don't do anything at all. Some people pray at home. Some people have multitude, they have a multitude of ways of which they, they commune with whatever they may believe in, whoever they may believe go to church you make space for that right you know you get up at the same time sometimes most of, in my experience a lot of people go to Sunday service just get up really early get dressed you know they do their thing they dress up nicely and they go to the service and they do all these things during the service but they choose to do this every single week and sometimes things happen they don't make it to every service but that's not the point here that's holding space as well when you make something a practice, you're holding space for it. When you are practicing mindfulness, you are holding space for yourself. 
when you are sitting with your feelings versus sitting in your feelings and holding space for yourself. When you devote time to work out, to meditate, to do yoga, to go for a run or go for a walk or hang out with a friend, you're holding space. Those things are holding space and those things are sitting with. I think that holding space and sitting with can be they're, they're holding hands. Like, they are things that are holding hands. They are very closely related. Um, I think there are some slight differences between the two. But they're basically, they're family, you know. So, sitting in your feelings is more of a negative thing, in, in my personal opinion. Sitting in your feelings is stewing in them. It's when you let your feelings lead your mind... You let your feelings dictate and lead everything. And you don't try to understand them. You don't try to rationalize with yourself if you know where this is coming from. Or if maybe saying this or doing this, maybe I should think about this first. No, you are instantly reacting to something. You are instantly going along with the first thing that pops up in your mind. Going along with the first thought that you know comes to you. The first reaction you have that is sitting in your feelings. You are letting your feelings lead versus you being in control and just holding space for them and letting them be there, but also monitoring them, trying to understand them, trying to get them to come to the surface in a healthy way and maybe create a healthy dialogue, especially if there's somebody else involved with these feelings having a healthy dialogue having a healthy relationship not letting your feelings lead you so that's what I mean by sitting in versus sitting with holding space is so important especially for our feelings because there are feelings we have all the time and there are some that are really really hard to sit with like when you have the feeling of guilt or you have the feeling of anger or you have the feeling of sadness or you have the feeling of shame, you know, all these different things, and then there's sub-feelings. So, like, at least in my opinion, again, as I said, in my opinion, I feel that, like there are sub-feelings. So it's making space to understand why those things exist. Why do you feel this way, you know? What was said or done in this situation for you to feel this way? What is it? What does it feel like? Because sometimes we have feelings, but we don't know what they are. We can't pinpoint them. We don't know. We just know, like, maybe somebody says something to you, and for whatever reason, you don't know why. You're just really angry about it. You don't know why. You're just like, what is going on? So it's practicing that mindfulness, making space for it, and trying to understand what it's coming from. Like, well, hmm, this is what they said. And then this is the part that they said, this thing. And then now I started feeling this way. And then, you know, just cycling through, analyzing it, and just trying to understand where it's coming from instead of just reacting and leading with those feelings. You're going on a train and you don't even know where you're going, you know what I mean? Um, you just know that you want to react. And, and it happens, we're human, as I said. So, that is it, I think, for this right now. But... If you have any questions, if you want some more clarity, if you have examples that you want to go over with me to kind of help understand, we will we'll talk about it. 
um, just message me, communicate with me, and I will find the time to sit down and maybe have a discussion about it, either in person, if you're somebody that I see in person that is listening to this, or via some sort of messaging thing, or, I don't know, I'll create a podcast episode for it, talking about it. But yeah, so this is what I wanted to talk with, or talk about. Sorry guys, I'm so tired. Yeah, so... I am still working on a document, as I said earlier, about relationships and what a healthy relationship looks like and what you should be looking for in a healthy relationship. Or just a relationship, period. But what does a healthy relationship look like? What kind of things should you look for in a partner? What kind of things should you yourself have or work on before you look for a relationship? So I don't know if that will be the next episode or the episode after, but I am working on it and that actually may be an episode where I have uh, one of my really good, very close friends um, co-host with me because we both have a lot of strong thoughts and feelings on it. So keep posted for that and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope it was helpful. I hope it creates and opens up some honest communication and peaceful, healthy dialogue, both with yourself or with someone else that the feeling is related to. Um, Yes, so you guys have a good day. It is Sunday afternoon and enjoy your week.